0: In today's episode, I talk about the three things I've noticed negatively impact people when it comes to goal achievement. Today, I want you to pull up a chair and get real with me as I break down the top three things that affect you when you're trying to achieve a goal and the tips I suggest you apply in order to make your goal achievement a smoother and more positive process. Welcome to Lit, a podcast dedicated to changemakers who want to lead, inspire, or transform the world for the better. My name is Ravi Tour. I'm a straight shooter with a no BS approach. This podcast is meant to be thought-provoking, to get your attention, and mostly, I want to encourage change and movement from folks just like you and me. I'll cover things like world issues, mindset, and theory. So stick around, tune in, and let your mind be the map to your revolution. Welcome to episode 37 of Lit. My name is Ravi Tour and I'm your host. What's up, homie? Happy hump day. I can't believe it's already mid-August. Where has the year gone? I guess time flies when you're having a good time. Okay, so today I want to focus on three particular words. Pressure, patience, and persistence. Over the past week, I've noticed something in not only my life, but in the lives of my clients as well. I'm noticing that there's a lot of pressure people place on themselves to do something, to achieve something, basically to reach a goal. These pressures are typically, like I said, self-imposed. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some pressures that come from external sources like bills come flying in and that red number means you got to do something about it ASAP, right? But that's the practical stuff. I'm talking about placing pressure on yourself when actually reaching a goal. What I'm noticing is we as people, especially high achievers, place an unnecessary amount of pressure on ourselves to reach certain goals for reasons that are usually not even the real reason why we started to work on the goal in the first place. That's right. What I'm seeing is when trying to achieve a goal, the why is typically forgotten about when you start working on the goal. And your need to fulfill the goal becomes paramount or time-sensitive because of how you perceive yourself or how others perceive you when it comes to goal achievement. I thought this was really important to talk about because often this results in something like burnout, extreme self-blame, self-doubt, or being overly critical of yourself. And that, my friend, impedes progress even more. Pressure? is a good thing for sure however just like anything else pressure can also be a bad thing so how do you tell the difference between positive pressure from negative pressure you get objective first understand your goal have you set markers to your goal that means have you set dates for when you will achieve certain blocks of your goal So if you're a business person, you're probably going to have 90-day blocks that will give you your key performance indicators or your KPIs. These basically help you measure your progress. You can use the same type of measuring process for anything else you desire as a goal. If you're running a marathon, you'll probably set up a plan and mark down the KPIs of your progress so you track your progress. Or if you're buying a house, same deal. When do you want to buy a house? how many houses do you need to look at each week to get there? Get it? What I'm trying to establish here is creating a plan for success where you initially set up a process where you'll be able to track and measure your performance on said goal. That's the first way you want to get clear, objectively speaking, on your progress of your goal. Now, what happens when you've already done that Are you Put this process in place and you're seeing you're not hitting your KPIs for your goal. What do you do then? Obviously, there's going to be pressure associated with this. Now, notice how I didn't say negative or positive pressure, right? That's because at this point, you get an opportunity to review the process. Take a look at your measurements to give you an understanding of what's going on. Maybe you notice you're not hitting your targets because you don't have enough time in the day to complete them. Or maybe you notice you're not hitting your KPIs because you have no idea what you're doing. Okay, good. See what we did there? We put in a plan, something you can measure. Then I've said review the process. So if you're doing a 90-day plan, review the process weekly or bi-weekly to ensure you're on target. If you're not... Because you've put in the review process, you have an opportunity to course correct, right? You're not going to be blindsided because you are informed, and an informed person makes better judgments. Hear that? Because you're informed, you're less likely to hate on yourself and put undue negative pressure on yourself. If you didn't have a plan, and you didn't have a process to review that plan, then you'd be pretty fucked when it came time to see how you're doing because you wouldn't have the info along the way to give you an idea of why you're not meeting the KPIs you've set out for yourself in the first place. Additionally, setting KPIs for yourself at the beginning allows you to be realistic about your goals. For example, you want to be on stage at TEDx in the next 90 days, but you've never been on stage and you don't know much about speech writing or the TEDx process. Does that mean your 90-day plan should include the first week as writing, your speech and the next week as practicing, and the remainder is to find stages and book yourself? Probably not. Your KPI should include research on speech writing, research on how to get booked on TEDx, research, research, and implement, implement, implement. Get it? Not everyone starts exactly at the same spot, no matter what you see on social. That's right. Most of us feel the negative pressure because we compare ourselves to others, and that's usually on social. FYI, those are some pretty filtered life events, or images, or whatever you decide to compare yourself to. I'd be interested to know what you would think after talking intimately with someone who's been on a TEDx stage before to get a true understanding of what life really looked like for them when they first started. Some speakers that I know of took more than six months at their goal of TEDx versus the 90-day plan I was talking about earlier, which brings me to my next point. Patience. Have some fucking patience for yourself. Listen, no one else is going to do it for you, so you might as well be the one to be patient with yourself. Often, we start on goal achievement with all the pretty images in our head. Sure, at times there are some negative ones, the ones that are fueled by worry and doubt, but I'm talking about when you first start out. You have this glorious picture in your head about how shit's going to work out fantastically without a hitch. But we're all old enough by now to know better. Of course, goal achievement isn't a linear process. There are all sorts of unexpected things that come up. And a lot of them are totally new experiences for you. Some of them, however, are older themes which you've still got to learn from. So for everyone's sake, Be patient with yourself. Did you catch the flu and had to take a week off? If so, don't go Rambo on your ass to try to catch up. Adjust, right? Being patient when the unexpected occurs means you allow yourself to be flexible. There's no real rush to achieve a goal. Sure, you have certain goals and you want to meet them by certain deadlines. However, often enough, deadlines are made to be flexible. So, you can reach your goal at your best and actually knock the goal out of the park versus just meeting it. Be patient with your process. You're not expected to do everything perfectly. You're not expected to know it all. You're not expected to be the best at everything. You're expected instead to try your hardest. And when you allow patience for yourself and flexibility in your process, You allow yourself to be an even better version of yourself because let's face it, your negative talk about your impatience with yourself and your goal, achievement does really no good for anybody. And the last one I need to talk about is persistence. Is this goal important to you? Do you really want to reach it? Is it that dear to your heart? And does the why still matter? If you answered yes to some or all of those questions, then maintain persistence. Don't let stupid shit get you down. Oh, you made a mistake? You don't know what you're doing? You didn't hit your KPI? That's awesome! I'm so glad! Why? Because you just learned. You just taught yourself something new. Something that's going to help you along the way. Now, don't sit there and have a pity party for yourself. Pick yourself up and do the next thing. Maybe it's a break for 45 minutes, then back on the horse, homie. Maybe your goal direction and KPIs have changed because you've learned something new. Maybe you learned a shortcut, or maybe you learned you have a few more steps in between. Whatever the scenario, if your goal is damn important to you, keep on going, baby. Have persistence to meet your goal. Go on and dust your shoulders off. In my opinion, pressure is the thing that gets to people the most. And often enough, it's more self-imposed negative pressure than anything. I often see that negative pressure mounts more and more because there's no patience. Remember, things take twice as long as you think they should. And with every goal comes some sort of unexpected hiccup that can be taken as a bad omen, which means stop dead in your tracks, or it can be taken as a sign that you have a bit more to do. Persistence towards any goal will help you achieve that goal for sure. But don't let your persistence be killed because you're putting too much negative pressure on yourself without being patient. Do you get it? Your goal is important, love. I get it. But that doesn't mean you can't go a bit easier on yourself because let's face it, you're your toughest critic. Be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to be objective when it comes to goal achievement. And no matter what, don't give up because you got this. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lit. I am so grateful to have you as an audience member. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to hit subscribe and leave your review. For more resources, tips, and tools, head over to www.ravitour.co. I'll be back with another episode next week, but until then, stay lit.